Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Beyond the Self podcast. I am your well-fed and well-moisturized host, Africa, and today we are recording another episode that had me excited for the past 24 hours when I decided what we were going to be focusing on today, um, being okay with disappointing people. Mm. The importance of being okay with disappointing people. I cannot wait to dive into this with you. And where I really want to start is to say thank you. Thank you to every single person that listened to the previous episode, every single person that ran to pre-order my book, The Third Perspective, Brave Expression in the Age of Intolerance. Guys, we, we need this book. We need this book like yesterday. We needed this book a year ago. We definitely needed this book two, three, four years ago. And I cannot wait for it to be in your hands by pre-ordering, you contribute to the success of this book. I mentioned it um, in the previous episode, but I think a lot of people don't understand. I definitely didn't understand the importance of pre-orders, but they signaled to the booksellers and to the publishers that there is demand for the book. So it determines how many books go to print. It determines on the positioning. It also, you know, influences the excitement my team and people have around it, Um And it allows for me to know that this is a message that people absolutely need and no money will be taken from your account until publication and on the day you will have the gift at your doorstep or in your ears or both and I cannot wait. So go to the link here in the show notes or you can just go onto my website africabrook.com. You can type it into Amazon wherever you are in the world. It delivers globally. Waterstones also delivers globally. I think Barnes and Noble also delivers globally. Or you can just search for it and see where they um, stock it, which I think a lot of places do. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means the absolute world to me. And if you have pre-ordered please feel free to tag me so that I can say thank you when I see it. Or you can send me an email, hello at africabrook.com. I'm so grateful. The third perspective. Mm. Um, all right. So actually, the topic that we're speaking about today is something that I cover quite a bit in the book. And again, the book is not a memoir. It's not me just storytelling. It's so practical. And I give you so many tools, so many exercises, so many points of actual reflection so that you can get a solution. I don't know about you, but I am tired of just staying in the why. I think a lot of the things that I talk about and, you know, the things that other people talk about in relation to the communication breakdown we are seeing as a society. Sometimes we can hang out way too much in the why and people don't have the how. So with this book and with this podcast, I always want to lead with a how. And it doesn't mean that what I put forward is the be all end all, but it does mean that at least I can use my expertise and knowledge to put solutions onto the table and you can just try things out and see what works for you and create your own solutions. That's what I want to do with the book. That's what I am doing with the book. Definitely what I'm doing with this podcast. Um, And I love that I have people that understand that. Let me just pour myself 
a cup of Masters Red and Osmanthus tea. And then we will dive right on in. A good place to start, clear definitions. A clear definition of the word disappointment because it's one of those words that we know intuitively but we need to have a very clear understanding of what it is that we're talking about before we can really get into the details. This will be an episode where I'm riffing out loud like a lot of the ones that I do anyway but I'm also putting forward specifics within this too. So the Oxford Dictionary definition of disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. I'm going to say that again for all of us to take in. (laughs) Disappointment is the sadness or displeasure that you might experience when your hopes or expectations are not met. This is really important to to etch into your mind so that when you experience it or someone is projecting disappointment onto you, then you can have an understanding of what is happening that is to do with sadness or displeasure because something, an expectation or a hope was not fulfilled. And I want to clarify that being okay with disappointing others, it does not mean being inconsiderate or disrespectful, okay? It's possible to respectfully disagree and to not engage on every single issue. The key in terms of what we're talking about here is to avoid fawning or pandering out of fear because this does end up undermining your sense of self. I really want us to understand with all of this, especially in this episode, and I would say with all of my work, that it's possible, very possible and actually necessary to feel that disappointment and then to get curious about it, but to understand that we can still respectfully disagree and step away from the issue without feeling like we have to take that disappointment that we feel or the disappointment that someone else is saying that they feel to mean that we have to step right in and engage so heavily with the issue. It doesn't mean that, okay? So I just wanted to make sure that I'm clear on what it is that I'm trying to put forward and say in this. The best place to start is by really driving home one of the key points, which is disappointing other people is inevitable, Okay, it's impossible to please everyone. And I know that we know this. We know this intellectually. And we, you know, I'm not saying, (laughs) I'm not saying something groundbreaking here, but it's shocking how easy it is for us to forget. We tend to forget that our values and our beliefs and our choices are inevitably going to clash with other people's. It's just inevitable. It might not happen all the time, but it is going to happen. And I think it's important to start there because as our lives become so intertwined with the digital world, our digital lives and our offline lives, they're one in the same in a lot of ways now. We have so many of our interactions online and we're not just having them with friends and family and colleagues, we're having them with strangers, hundreds and thousands, millions of strangers So these interactions are not only constant, but they're global. 
So of course your values and your beliefs and your choices are going to clash with other people's. So of course there are going to be people that step forward and tell you just how disappointed they are because you don't mirror their worldview. (laughs) You realize how ridiculous it is, right? Once you say it out loud or hear it out loud in this way. Believe me, in the decade that I have been online and sharing my thoughts online, sharing my work online, living online in a lot of ways, living parts of my life online rather, of course I've had people express disappointment. And once I hear those words, once someone says, I'm disappointed because X, Y, Z, my mind immediately, now I realize exactly what's going on. Now I realize exactly what that person is trying to say, or at least how I receive it. How I receive it is, the other person is pretty much saying to me, I'm disappointed to see that your worldview does not mirror mine. I'm disappointed because you are not the person that I made up in my head. Because I made up a version of you that is so directly aligned with my specific and unique life experience, my values, the choices that I make in my life and the things that I stand for. For some reason, I decided that you hold the an identical way of being to me and I'm disappointed that you did not fulfill that. What I hear at times is, I'm disappointed because you agreed with someone that I have closed my mind and heart to. And how dare you? I'm disappointed because you didn't speak up in the exact same way I did, at the exact same time that I did. That's what I hear. We need to understand that our values and beliefs and choices are never going to be identical to every single soul that exists. So guess what? Disappointment is inevitable. I really need us to start choosing integrity over approval. And I know that it's difficult. It's not our natural instinct as the human animal. We prioritize safety. We prioritize connection. We prioritize belonging and community, right? We prioritize status, even though many of us don't want to admit that, but it shows we're hardwired to prioritize these things, whether we like it or not. We're never going to transcend them at least not anytime soon, okay? So it's important that we accept the reality of what is the reality of being a human being. But I need us to start prioritizing integrity over approval. Make staying true to yourself non-negotiable. Integrity essentially means acting in accordance with your values and your beliefs, even when it's unpopular or it might lead to criticism. And again, you don't have to do much these days to be criticized. You could spend hours, days, weeks, months trying to perfect your message if you're a writer or a thinker or someone that shares the idea publicly. You could make sure that you cover all bases, that you put all of the trigger warnings, all of the disclaimers, all of the caveats, all of the things, and you will still be subject to criticism. And that's okay. It's not okay in terms of how it tends to happen through the lens of cancel culture. It's not okay that people will jump before even understanding the context of what someone is sharing. 
but it's okay to allow for yourself to express what you need to express and understand that criticism is just part and parcel. But being authentic, truly authentic to yourself, what it really does is that it fosters genuine connection. And it allows for you to respect your own moral compass over external approval. Oh, I'll say that again for all of us. It allows you (laughs) to respect your own moral compass over external approval. And I touch on this in the podcast episode that I recorded on self-reputation. We'll link that in the show notes as well. But this is all about cultivating a strong self-reputation so that you're not at the whims of everything that exists outside of you. This is why we have to understand cancel culture. Whether you like the term or not, that's besides the point. You know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. It's also why I introduced a new term, collective sabotage, because I personally feel that is much more accurate in describing what is happening. You know, self-sabotage, we're starting to understand it, but we are collective animals. So what happens when we all bring our self-sabotaging ways together? Collective sabotage. So we need to understand collective sabotage. We need to understand um, cancel culture and the intricacies of it because it is the backdrop to why people fear disappointing others. Because of the quick judgments and the bandwagon effect on social media, people are constantly afraid of saying or doing the wrong thing or what is believed to be the wrong thing or what one person or a group of people deem to be the wrong thing. You will never, I promise you, you will never please everyone. And that is a very freeing thing to accept. It means that you can be yourself. You can be who the fuck you need to be. It doesn't mean you're inconsiderate or just, because that's also useless, right? (laughs) People who are rebellious just for the sake of it, that is a useless way to live your life. It's a very ineffective way to live your life. But you know what? When you accept that I will never be able to please everyone. I can mull over this thing. I can mull over my sentence and whatever it is, overanalyze it uh, and, and, you know, ruminate until the cows come home. The cows will never come home. They will never come home. And that is a very freeing thing. Very, very freeing. Being okay with disappointing other people is about cultivating courageous character. Build a character that is courageous enough to withstand those external pressures that I speak about and I'm speaking about here. Build a character that is so courageous and I love and get so excited by the fact that you can do this at any moment in time. If you have made yourself believe that you're not a courageous person or as courageous as you want to be, you can use that awareness to change something. And I write extensively about this in the third perspective, which is why I need you to order this book now, buy this book when it comes out, because this is going to be a roadmap that we all need. And it's a roadmap that you can tweak and adjust over time. But there's some big work that I want us to do together once you understand what it is that I'm putting forward. Because cultivating a courageous character is urgent. My goodness, in the time that we're in and with the way things are going, to me, there is no, none of this is a nice to have. It is nice to have, but it's also a need. 
We need to be, we need to learn to be better communicators. We need to learn to be effective communicators. We need to understand the landscape that we're operating in. We need to understand what we're dealing with. There was a time when we could have said, these things are just happening online. They don't really impact our real lives. That, that point is long gone. It is long gone. A lot of the things that we see online are very much a reflection of the things that are happening offline. You need to cultivate the courage to express yourself honestly, to stand by your beliefs, not to rigidly stand by your beliefs and convictions, but on some level you need to. You need to stay grounded in what it is that you're saying. You need to trust your tongue, trust your throat, trust your voice. Accept the consequences of that brave voice, right? And I want to tap back into that online aspect of it because that's mainly where you will hear people saying, strangers for the most part writing to you, I am so disappointed. I didn't expect you to say this. I didn't expect you to post that. I didn't expect you to agree with this. Listen, people need to start managing their fucking expectations, first of all. Your expectations are just that. They are yours. In relationships, professional relationships, platonic relationships, familial relationships, whatever it might be. Yes, you can communicate your wants. Yes, you can communicate your needs. Yes, you absolutely should communicate your boundaries. Yes, you can. And for the most part, you should communicate your expectations so you know whether you need to adjust them or not. This is why I also made it very clear in previous episodes, which we'll also put in the show notes, understanding the differences between your standards which is the baseline, the default, the non-negotiables and expectations. You don't get to project your standards onto strangers because then they're not standards, they're expectations, often very unrealistic expectations about what people should and shouldn't do in their personal time, online and offline. You don't get to do that. You get to want that, sure. We could all want whatever we want. (laughs) It doesn't mean we'll get it. And when you expect that you're going to get it, that's when you will experience disappointment. And when you expect that you should get every single thing you want, everyone should behave in accordance to your values, in accordance to your beliefs. That's when you experience disappointment, unwarranted disappointment. So online, in order for you to maintain your integrity, this can include just thoughtful engagement. Choose your battles wisely. Know when to disengage from unproductive conversations. Not everything requires your time and your energy. If you feel that disappointment internally, sit with it. Sit with that disappointment. When someone tells me they're disappointed, (laughs) usually I laugh. Usually I laugh. Because I think to myself, I actually don't know you, lady. Sir, I have no idea who you are. If you were to walk past me on the street today... We would do just that. We would walk past each other. So you being disappointed, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. So often I will laugh and I'll just move on with my day um, because I have an understanding of all of these things we've spoken about. Don't get me wrong. There was a time when it, it would get under my skin. 
for someone to say they're disappointed, I would think, what have I done? What, what do I need to change? Do I need to change the way in which I'm speaking? Blah, blah, blah. And listen, there's a time and place, as with everything, for self-reflection. There can be moments where maybe some self-reflection is needed, right? But a lot of the time, especially online, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you are going to have to hold that. <laughs> And I often don't reply, but sometimes I will. And that's exactly what I will say. I will say, my darling, because that's just the way in which I speak, but I think it adds a little spice, which might add a bit of annoyance. I I also understand that. My darling, your disappointment is yours to hold. Have a wonderful day. That's the best that I can say. And I really mean that. I really hope you have a wonderful day because you have just ruined your own day. And that's a sad state of affairs. You have ruined your own day by coming to a stranger who you know nothing about or because we have a parasocial relationship where you think you know me, you are expressing your disappointment. What am I supposed to do with that? Hmm? And you have, you, you don't even know the context of my offline life. So because I haven't posted something or shared something, how do you know that I haven't been marching on the streets? Let's say it's a political cause. How the hell do you know that I haven't woken up every single day to actually leave my home, to actually be visible in the world, to stand up for what it is that I believe? How do you know that I haven't donated money? How do you know that I haven't donated a lot of money? How do you know that I'm not tied to people that are actually on the ground doing things that move the needle in some way, doing things that actually help people? So because I haven't posted a fucking infographic, you are disappointed. I am so sorry. No, 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 no. You are going to have to hold that. Your disappointment is yours to hold. I will not hold a stranger's disappointment. I will not hold unwarranted disappointment. I will not do it. I have far too much respect for myself to do that. And you should respect yourself more too. Have some respect for yourself by holding that discomfort. Be curious, be inquisitive. Oh, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way because this person posted this? Why do I feel this way because this person finds this funny? Why do I feel this way because they haven't spoken up? Why do I feel this way because this person hasn't responded in a way that I I really expected them to? Again, they are your hopes. They are your expectations. You manage them. Don't make other people responsible. And this is all within the context it needs to be in. In your personal life, things might look a little bit different. Maybe there are expectations that have been addressed, expectations that have been agreed upon and they haven't been met. So your disappointment might be warranted. But when you are dealing with strangers and people you barely even know, people you are not spending 24-7 with, no. No. No one has to manage that for you. That is yours. Okay, that is your stuff. Ooh. (laughs) I really want us to maintain personal integrity in the face of social pressures because they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They're just going to change. 
the way they look, the way they feel, but they're always going to exist. They always have. So if I can do anything and put forward anything that could be remotely useful, then that's exactly what I will do. That's exactly what I will do. I want us to have steady boundaries and to value the discomfort because there will be discomfort that comes with disappointing others for the sake of staying true to yourself, for the sake of staying honest, for the sake of staying kind and compassionate and empathetic and courageous and assertive and respectful to you and to other people. Because I'm not going to disrespect myself and you by pandering. I'm not going to disrespect myself and you by agreeing with things that I don't believe to be true. I'm not going to disrespect myself and you by pretending to be someone that I'm not. I won't do that. That's a performance that I have no time for. It's a performance that will make me lose my sense of self. It's a performance that will make me distrust myself and I will not risk that. I would rather risk that inauthentic relationship, I would rather risk that over this. So be okay with disappointing people. All right. (laughs) I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there. But I have a feeling that this is going to be an important one for most of us listening to this. And if it doesn't resonate with you, it's, it's because it's not for you. It's not for you right now. It might not ever be for you. But for those that needed this, I know that I did. I know that I need this reminder. I know that it's something that's on so many people's hearts right now. And it will be for a while, okay? It just, it just will be. But we get to be courageous, we get to be compassionate, we get to be empathetic, and we get to have our own boundaries. We get to hold those boundaries firm. This is my stuff, and this is yours. Okay? We get to say that. Share this episode with someone who needs it. My goodness, I know you know someone who needs this. Share it with your audience, your newsletter, whatever it is. But let's be okay with disappointing people in order to stay true to ourselves in order to stay in integrity. Leave this podcast a review, subscribe, follow all the wonderful things, pre-order the third perspective, brave expression in the age of intolerance where we cover all of this and so much more. And when I say so much more, so much more. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.